What is up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Batty Bible. Now, I know what you're all thinking. Why has she disappeared off the face of the planet for, God, almost like a year now? I haven't podcasted since, like, what, I think, like, last April, I think, was my last episode I released. But I am back, and that is all that matters, and we will get into that. So, Welcome back to another episode, and today, the episode we are talking about is locker room talk. Now, me being someone who grew up in a boys' locker room, playing hockey for a lot of my life, I have experienced some conversations and how freely men speak about females or about, in general, anything. But then when you get in the women's locker room, no one one talks about anything at all, and... We don't have awkward or embarrassing conversations or ask a lot of questions that need to be asked. So this is what this episode is for. And I will be answering a lot of your guys' questions that I've gotten DMs about. And I'll also just be talking about confidence and insecurities and stuff that a lot of women don't talk about these days. So we will be getting into that. So without further ado, welcome back. I'm so excited to be talking to you guys again, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Okay, so currently gonna update you guys on my situation i'm sitting on the floor of my bedroom right now i don't know why but i am and we're just gonna be real and we're gonna get into this wonderful conversation that we are about to have so lately in my life i disappeared for a long time just because i had a lot of problems going on in my life that i'm gonna get into um on a personal matter just because usually I don't share a ton about my personal life on this podcast and what I deal with, but I think it's important to do that because I want to build a connection with you guys because a lot of the times I get DMs and people for some reason think I'm like absolutely perfect and I'm able to give advice on certain situations that honestly I'm not really good enough to give advice about for because Honestly, I'm still trying to figure things out myself. I'm 17. I'm not even 18 years old yet. And I have a podcast with thousands and thousands of people who listen to me and girls that I'm coaching. And it's hard to give advice on every single little thing, especially when I'm trying to figure out my own life. So that gives a little bit of insight on why I have been gone for the past like eight to 10 months is because of that reason where I felt very hypocritical sitting here and telling you guys like, This is how you should behave and this is what you should do. Sorry guys, I'm getting like iMessages right now, but (laughs) this is what you should do and this is what you should say, but in reality, like I'm still figuring a lot of crap out myself and I'm not a perfect person whatsoever. I cannot stress that enough on this podcast. I'm definitely not perfect and I've made my fair amount of mistakes. I've had my fair amount of mental breakdowns and... I'm just trying to help you guys as much as I possibly can because I care about you all and everyone deserves someone that they can talk to. So with that being said, I want you guys to know that my DMs are always open on my Instagram is the Batty Bible. Just look up that. You'll find it very quick. And yeah, so without further ado, let's get into things. So obviously, as you can tell by the episode that you are currently listening to, We are talking about locker room talk. Now, first, let's start off by defining what is locker room talk. So locker room talk is like, you know, when you walk into a female locker room, whether you're at the gym or 
let's say you play a sport with a bunch of women, or even if you're literally just in PE class in high school, you walk in and it's pretty much silent. You know, there's the girls applying their makeup, the girls going to the bathroom, girls changing, whatever. But for the most part, it's pretty silent unless you're like friends with the person in there. Now, boys locker room energy, when you walk in there, it is like a jungle. And Men who have never spoken to each other before are blabbing about this problem in their life and this girl and what happened with this situation and sports and whatever. And in the women's locker room, it's like dead silent. And I think that comes from a lack of just like not being super confident to make friends with like random girls. But then like we'll get to like, you know, the girl's bathroom at 11 p.m. at night and everyone's going crazy and you're talking to all these girls you've never even met in your life and you're super confident and you feel like you're literally the queen of the world. So with that being said, that's kind of a little definition of locker room talk. A lot of women feel like they can't have locker room talk with women just because like speaking about uncomfortable stuff like relationships and boys and mental health and insecurities and confidence can be awkward. It can definitely be awkward. That's a lot of reasons why a lot of women just listen to podcasts, which is me for a very long time. But Having productive conversations should be considered normal. And uncomfortable conversations are completely necessary for growth, especially in young women. So we're just going to get down into it and we're going to get raw. So first thing we're going to start off with, confidence. That's probably the biggest question I think I get asked when I go look at my DMs, which I haven't read in like two weeks, so we're going to read them today, but confidence is the biggest thing that I've gotten so many questions about, and it's like, how do I be confident? How do I deal with this guy or deal with, you know, these girls that are being mean to me? How do I deal with being confident on social media? I don't ever post anything. I feel so insecure, and here's the thing, okay? I am not Everyone has a little bit of insecurities, but I'm not like one of those people where I pick apart myself constantly. When I was younger, I definitely used to be like that, but now definitely not. And the reason why my mindset changed on that was I was actually watching an interview. I don't I don't remember if it was the Call Her Daddy podcast or not. I think it was a different podcast, but I was watching an interview and this male explains why women shouldn't be insecure or why men shouldn't be insecure, but he was mainly talking about women. And he made this really good point of saying, like, what is it helping by just kind of picking on yourself and bullying yourself in the mirror every day? Like, what is it helping? You're not, you can't change. Sure, you can change the way you look, but you're always going to feel the same on the inside. So the biggest thing to be confident is first, the first step is definitely acceptance. Accept that no one is perfect. No one's perfect. You might have stretch marks or pimples or maybe your hair is falling out. There's a ton of different things that people can be insecure about. But at the end of the day, like this is the body that you were born with. You can change it. You can get lip filler. You can get your boobs done. You can, you can do whatever you want. But at the end of the day, it's, it's still your body. Like it's still the same body. You still have the same brain and the same mindset. So the first step to being confident is definitely just accepting that whatever you change It's not going to matter because at the end of the day, you're still going to be the same person deep down. And coming from a personal experience about, what was it? I think maybe a little over a year and a half ago, I think. Maybe almost, no, not two years yet, but a little over a year and a half ago. I was at a stage in my life 
So it was around like April to May. It was almost summer. And let's just say I was 40 pounds over the weight that I am right now. 40 pounds over. Just from stress eating. I was I was having a really bad binge eating kind of moment in the span of these like three to four months that I was having right before summer. And I was also in a very toxic relationship at the time. So binge eating was kind of how I like moved past things. I also had a lot of just mental issues with myself. And I was literally 40 pounds heavier than I am right now. I'm a very tiny girl. I'm 5'1". And I really don't weigh that much. But for what I was back then, it was like not healthy. And I looked horrible. I hated myself. And I literally remember, I'll tell you guys a story. So I had hockey tryouts that week, one week in May. And I ended up going to these tryouts. And I'm in the locker room. And, you know, I'm changing and, like, I, I noticed some girls looking at me, like, differently that I hadn't met before in person, but they had known me from social media. Like, they had followed me for years, and they saw me in person. I just remember the look on their faces, and I was kind of like, hmm, interesting. And I'm still friends with one of these girls today, but basically, we we ended up becoming pretty good friends, and then we ended up playing on a team together for that year in about, like, 10 months into us being friends, we were all talking one night and she goes, yeah, Maddie, like I remember when you were fat and the only thing that went around about you was that everyone thought you were pregnant because you were so fat. And like, I just remember everyone laughing about it. And like, I kind of laughed about it because I was, I was definitely a little chubby. (laughs) I was definitely over my weight (laughs) that I shouldn't have been at the time. And, but I just remember like hearing that and I was the same person, but I was like 50 pounds skinnier than I was at that point in my life. And I just remember hearing that and just thinking, wow, like I could feel that judgment in that moment. And even though that had happened like 10 months ago, I still felt a little hurt. And I was like, dang, okay. So it doesn't matter if you lose 40 pounds or 50 pounds or not. At the end of the day, people's words are still going to affect you. Like, I would be crying over the body that I used to have and how mean people were to me and how insecure I felt. And I was skinny. It was was 10 months since that happened. And I just want to let you guys know that that's completely normal for you to feel that way and that's valid for you to feel that way. But at one point, you do have to start accepting that no matter how you change your body, you're always going to feel the same exact way as you did if you were 50 pounds over what you are right now. Or if you had acne and now you have no acne or you had stretch marks or body rolls or whatever you had that you were so freaking insecure about, even when they're gone, you're still going to sit there and you're still going to feel insecure. So the biggest thing is acceptance. Just accept that you're not perfect. No one's perfect except for Jesus and you're not perfect and that's okay. And if you want to change something about yourself, you totally can. You have every right to do that, but you have to make sure you're still in the right kind of like mindset and be prepared for still feeling the same grieving emotions that you were feeling even if your body changes or your face or anything really um 
just so I just I think that's very crucial for confidence so yeah I feel like insecurities are something that a lot of people don't talk about I remember like this specific meme from like mean girls or like this video clip that I would always see on TikTok love that movie by the way but it's like the scene where they're all looking in the mirror all like the four girls and they're all telling each other like what they're insecure about and they're like oh my god like my pores are huge and like I look so fat and my hair is fried and all this stuff. And like, I just think about all the times I looked in the mirror and did that and it didn't help me get where I am at all. So I think it's just important to accept that you're never going to be perfect. This is the only body you have and your body is an absolute gift. No one's is the same. Yours is special. It's unique, just like you. And it's amazing just the way it is. And you can do whatever you want to it and it's still going to look amazing because it's different and that's what's important that no no one's body or appearance or just you is the exact same in this entire world. There is no one who is literally an exact replica of you. You're your own person and I think that's very important. So the next thing that we're going to dive into is just being confident in general it, you kind of have to just fake it till you make it. At times, you're going to feel like crap. You're not going to want to go out with your friends or you're not going to want to see that boy because you're like overthinking it and stuff. But you just have to fake it till you make it. You got to get up there, be a selfish person and look at yourself in the mirror and go, I love myself and I'm going to go do this. And small steps like those little pep talks and, you know, thinking to yourself and giving yourself this mindset will help you a hundred percent. I used to like when I was younger and I used to have a lot of like problems, I with myself, I would visualize that I was someone that I highly admired. So like for instance who looked like super pretty. So mine was like Ariana Grande for sure. Sometimes it was like even like Kim Kardashian. You just pretend you're them and you feel so confident. So why not just feel confident in your own skin? Eventually that transcended to me just feeling confident as myself. I didn't have to pretend I was somebody else. And that's the whole fake it till you make it thing, which I totally think works. And it is real. It definitely works. So definitely try that. Another thing that I feel like in the women's locker room, like a very productive conversation is just like hyping each other up in general. Like women can be so mean to each other. If I see a girl looking in the mirror and like I can tell she's pinpointing everything that looks bad and she's insecure and she's probably not feeling it, give that girl a compliment. It takes zero dollars to just make someone's day better and make someone feel more confident about themselves. And the best way to project confidence is to confidently say to other people and just be nice to other people. Give out compliments. Be nice. Hold the door open. Like, be just be a nice person. And at the end of the day, like, it will make you, it will make you feel better. And it'll make you feel more confident. Just seeing the sparkle in that person's eye when they get a compliment on something that they're insecure about, it will make them feel amazing. And it will make you feel amazing helping other people. So that's another thing that I think's just super crucial and like super freaking important. Um, another question that I get like a lot of conversation about is mainly relationships. I think that's like literally 50% of what this podcast talks about. Probably more like 60 to 70 is boys and relationships because 
Oh my gosh, in this world, love is a very, very hard thing to navigate. It's extremely hard to navigate, especially with boys these age. Like, in this day and age, it is extremely easy for you to go on Snapchat and send a message to a girl while you have a girlfriend, and your girlfriend will never find out because it goes away. It's very easy to cheat in today's world. It's very easy to manipulate people. It's... It's very easy to get caught in a toxic cycle. And the main thing I literally get questions about is usually regarding the toxic cycle. Because girls will DM me like, hey, like, I love my boyfriend, but he does this, this, and that. And this isn't good and blah, blah, blah. And here's my biggest piece of advice for women who are who are going out and who are dating, whether you're in college or in high school or it's your first relationship or whatever. My biggest advice is that when you like someone... You know, if you genuinely like them for them, sure, you'll be able to deal with a little bit of, like, problems that they have. But if the problems affect you so much that you complain about it and you're like, oh, crap, like, I can't do this, like, leave. Just leave. Don't let it get to the point where you just keep finding out more and more stuff and then you're either forced to walk away or it just ends up being very badly for you and your mental health. Don't let it get to that point, okay? If you're going out with someone and it's been a month, and maybe they're still talking to a ton of other girls or they don't have the same life plans as you. They don't support the same things as you. You don't get along. Things like that. End it right there and then. Why drag it on and let it go on for four months when you genuinely love them at that point and then have to leave? Like that makes it 10 times harder. Then you have to, then you have to go pay a dollar to hear my, <laughs> to hear my breakup podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, by the way, that I started charging money for some of my podcast episodes because I have exclusive content now that only some of my listeners can listen to under, like, a subscription. But I promise you they're definitely worth it. They're really good pieces of advice. And some of the advice that I give away on those are such crucial advice to my life that it's, like, another reason why I don't want it to be free. So, you guys, we're going to explain the story of pina colada boy and what happened with that because for all my toxic girlies out there in those toxic relationships i wanted to just share this little bit of a personal story so one day meet this guy he's a great guy we're friends for like two months we start going out we end up dating for six months but the first three months were like absolutely great like he was a great guy like brought me flowers text messages everything like he was great love bombed me that's the only time i've ever been love bombed i thought he was literally perfect for three months. I was convinced he was, like, perfect. Because he was for the first three months. Like, nothing ever happened. We never argued. Nothing. Like, I got love-bombed. And basically, after that three months, one day he woke up. And all of a sudden, like, everything changed. And he was not the way he was before at all. And at first I was concerned. And I was like, are you okay? Like, is your mental health okay? Is everything good with you? Is, is your family life okay? Whatever. And... He said everything was okay and that I was tripping and I was like, oh, okay, like my bad, my bad, didn't know. And I never really brought it up again and like as the weeks kept going by, like I just, I was kind of starting to lose feelings a little bit, honestly. I was like, what's wrong? Like, I don't get it. In my head, I was saying all this. I never said it to him, but eventually one day we went on a movie date and we went and got lunch and then, anyways though, so basically we go to this movie we're sitting down. We just had sat down. Like, trailers are playing. We're there pretty early. 
and I see a girl blowing up his phone and I thought it was his mom. So I was like, oh, is that your mom? Is everything okay? And he was like, oh, uh, yeah. But like he said it kind of weird. So I like immediately just had this instinct to grab his phone, which I have never done before. And I grabbed his phone and the girl's name is the same name as my name. Her name was Maddie. And I was like, what the heck? And ended up looking through some stuff and ended up like kind of finding out that they were like flirting, a little bit of a thing, whatever. And I was just basically like, wow, this girl has the same exact name as me. This is very embarrassing. And what was even more embarrassing is that I stayed in a relationship with him at that point for another two months before finally one day I drove to his house and broke up with him because of some inappropriate things he said to his friend about me. So, but moral of the story, when you sometimes you're in toxic relationships, you're afraid of leaving because you don't want to be alone. But after that boy, I glowed up so much. It was absolutely ridiculous. And I just want you guys to know that if you're that girl and you're in that position, I have no judgment towards you at all, but I promise you your life will be so much better without him and you've got this. So I hope that has a little bit of motivation behind that. And is a little bit of a funny story because that girl literally had the same name as me, which I still find funny to this day, but, um, no hate to her, but yeah, I just want you guys to know that if you are in a toxic relationship, I totally feel you. And those are definitely key to growing in your teenage years for sure. But just know that you are not alone in that. And there are so many people in the same position as you and so many people who end up being happier and just being a better person after it. So just remember that. All right. So now that we're on the topic of kind of like we're segueing into relationships and boys and how to deal with those sort of things, especially in high school or even if you're in like college or even if there's literally middle school listeners like right now. <laughs> um, here's one thing I don't support that people might argue with me on, but you know, it's just the way that I think. I think hookup culture at my age is completely dumb. And I think it's like just not healthy at all. And I think a lot of women and a lot of men try to fill void with hookup culture and I don't think it's right and I think that it leaves a lot of people feeling very empty with themselves and I don't think they would ever realize how empty they are until they got out of it. I've personally never experienced being in hookup culture but I've seen what it has done to a lot of my friends and it's just extremely damaging and it leaves your outlook on love to be very dark and just not a good path to go down. Healthy love is something that everyone needs to experience. Um, whether you're experiencing it through, you know, first person and you're in a very healthy relationship or have experienced a healthy relationship at some point in your life or whether you just watch it and you've seen it in your parents or in your friends or your aunts or your uncles or whoever is having a healthy relationship. Healthy love is something that is very hard to find nowadays just because a lot of people are so damaged and have baggage. A lot of people are afraid to fall in love and it is a harder path to choose. Like it's definitely harder building a relationship with someone than just going and hooking up with someone. It's definitely a harder path, but it leaves you feeling a lot better than it does than hookup culture at the end of the day. And that's why I think that's important. And you know, a lot of people might disagree with me on that, 
but and I, I totally respect other people's opinions on that topic but I just think that it will leave you feeling a lot more full and I don't think you should don't knock it till you try it <laughs> don't knock it till you try it but yeah, I just think that healthy love is very necessary, especially for someone else's growth and development, you know, in their younger years. I just think it's completely necessary. And just having a genuine bond with someone or conversations with someone are very, very important because I feel like a lot of times with social media, I've been on a phone cleanse now for how many days? Nine days. I haven't, guys, I haven't been on my phone for nine days now. I'm on a nine-day phone cleanse. I get it tomorrow, so it'll be ten days, but I get it tomorrow, which I'm kind of excited about. But in the ten days that I have not had my phone whatsoever, I have noticed how unhealthy it is to sometimes have that instant gratification, which if you don't know what that word means instant those two words <laughs> instant gratification is basically like if I want to text someone immediately or if I want to find out like a question that I'm thinking in my head you know I can just literally like look it up or I can text that person or I can call that person I, I can do it instantly from the tip of my fingers and get what I want in a in a snap and that is very dangerous when you think of it from a standpoint of like just life in general I was so used to life moving so fast until I didn't have my phone and now it feels like life moves so slow and you know I, I don't turn over in the morning every anymore and pick up my phone first thing in the morning because I don't have my phone right now but in the in the 10 days that I've been phone cleansed I've noticed that is definitely the most crucial part of information so I feel like with relationships and boys and all of that people get into hookup culture because it's fast, it's easy, and there's no rules. You can kind of just do whatever. But relationships, people don't want to do that because it's like, it, it doesn't take the snap of a finger. It takes a lot more time than that. And it takes a lot more energy than that. So if you're listening to this right now and that's you, or you're thinking of a friend and you're like, wow, that really sounds like them. Please send this to them. Do them a favor and send this to them and make them listen to it. Because I'm telling you, in the long, in the longer run of things, when, you know, you're, let's say you're married and you have a job and, you know, you have kids and you have, let's say, investments and stuff and you're very successful, you're going to start to notice that things don't come at the snap of a finger. You know, you can't. You can't do things. If you do things at the snap of a finger and that's what you live by in your life, you will probably end up dead before the age of 40. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to put it to you as. Because it's like if you want something, you think you can just go and just get it. Or you'll end up bankrupt. And it's like you have to learn that in life things beside your phone, you're not supposed to be using things to get instant gratification like hookup culture as an example but even stuff like when you have a job one day you can't think that instantly you know you're gonna get this job and then you can kind of like do whatever you want or like one day you're just bored and you're like okay I'm gonna leave now because that's what I want to do and I want to quit you know at the end of the day having an instant gratification mindset horrible path to go down having my phone made me realize how much I was instantly gratified by having my phone at the tip of my fingertips like 
And not having that made me realize how dangerous that can be for a lot of people who have extremely addictive personalities. That can be an extremely dangerous path to go down. So I think with relationships, with literally every aspect of life, just know that you are not going to get things in the snap of a finger. Everything in life, whether it's a relationship or whether it's school or having a job, anything, it's going to take time. Or even overcoming your insecurities or building confidence. Everything is going to take time and that's okay. And that's the way life was designed and that's the way it is meant to be that way. And that means that when you do have the down days where, you know, you're thinking about your future and you just want something to get there so fast, just live in the moment and enjoy it. Enjoy the space that you have away from your future. You know, I see a lot of people and it's like, you know, I'm going to be happy once I, once I get into a relationship with this guy. I'm going to be happy once I get into a healthier place with myself. I'm going to be happy when I lose 30 pounds. I'm going to be happy when I have money again. I'm going to be happy when I have a job. I'm going to be happy when school is over. And it's like once you get to that actual day where school is over, you have the guy, you have the job, you have the money, you're not even happy. How many times have you realized that? My mom made a very good point when I was talking to her the other day. We were kind of talking about the phone thing. And she was like, what's better, Christmas Day or the days leading up to Christmas? Like all the days leading up. And I was like, all the days leading up? Like, duh. And I, it like kind of clicked for me and I was like, wait, that's how it exactly is in relationships, in friendships, in, you know, waiting for that next thing that's about to happen. And you're just saying, once I get here, once I get here, I will be happy. And then it gets there and you're like not happy. You need to learn how to live in the exact moment that you're in right now, whether you're sitting in the car and listening to this or you're at the gym or you're just in your room listening to this. Learn to be happy. Learn to appreciate the little things like, you know, the blessing that we have that nowadays we can literally go on Spotify and listen to someone talk to us about life and we don't have to be alone. There's so many blessings that we have right in front of us. So learn to take those, take it with gratitude and learn to become happy just based off the little tiny things that you have that you know, you would totally take for granted if you lost. So we're going to start wrapping it up with this little, you know, locker room kind of girls talk we have going on. But if you're, if you're a boy listening to this, like no judgment, you're totally welcome here. But anyways, so we're going to start wrapping it up a little bit, but I just wanted to touch on a few key points that we kind of went over in this talk that we just had, you know, about toxic relationships, boys, insecurities, confidence, happiness, everything, literally a lot of different stuff. But um, one thing I just want to say to you guys that I feel extremely obligated to say is that in the years that you are in right now, speaking to everyone who's under the age of about like 30, probably, you know, you're, you're growing and you're learning and you make a ton of mistakes while you're young and that's totally okay. And that's normal. And how you learn from them and adapt from them is the crucial part of growing in your life. And I just want everyone to know on this, if you're listening to this, you're never alone. And you have so many people who want to help you. You know, I want to help you. Your parents probably want to help you. Your siblings, your friends, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, 
whoever, like, even your dog, basically, because dogs are, like, so cute, or even your pets, maybe you're a cat person, but whatever it is in your life, people are all around you trying to help you, and people want you to succeed, and I want everyone to know that making mistakes in your teenage years, whether that be getting into a toxic relationship that you don't want to be in anymore, or, you know, not being happy, or just making a mistake that you regret or doing something that you just didn't want to do when you did being a teenager you mess up point period end of story and even if you're a young adult you just you mess up and that's okay and it's about how you adapt from those and how you can get a better mindset from it a lot of people who listen to this podcast the one the category that we're under um by spotify is self-improvement That's the category that we're under. So living up to that, I just want you guys to know I am absolutely not perfect by any means. You are not perfect. Nobody is perfect. And every day you should get up and strive to be a better person than you were before. And that's just important. Being selfish in this world is so freaking important. Put yourself first in your younger years. Focus on your grades. Focus on relationships. Focus on your friendships. Focus on the relationship you have with your family. Focus on things that are important to you and don't feel sorry about being selfish. Don't feel sorry about it. Be confident and spread love and spread hope to the world. And I don't want to be like too like motivational because it's like kind of weird. Anyways. Yeah, so this podcast almost got put under the comedy section on Spotify. I don't know. I got an email from Spotify. I don't know how that happened, but... I mean, like, somehow some people find me funny. I I don't know why. That's very surprising to me. But (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening if you got this far. I want all of you guys to know that I love you guys so freaking much. You guys have changed my life. And I hope that I can help at least a little bit to change yours. And I hope you guys really liked the pina colada story because I think it's pretty funny looking back at it now. But I want all of you women and all of you men to know out there that you are trying your best and I'm extremely proud of you. And if you guys ever need anything, my DMs are always open. Um, The Baddie Bible on Instagram, I won't respond if it's on my personal Instagram account. But if you DM me on on my podcast Instagram, I will definitely try to get back to you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Once again, I have, I'm trying to promote my new subscription line that I do have on Spotify right now. I think it's on Apple Music, but I'm honestly not sure. But yeah, I'd like to take this chance to kind of promote what my subscription podcasts are. And basically how it works is I think you pay, I think it's like what, like four bucks right now? You pay four bucks for an episode for special episodes that aren't just like free. And you guys can have access to those and listen to them as much as you want. I also am coming out with some more exciting stuff soon that I'm excited to show you guys. But thank you so much for blessing my life. And I hope that I'm helping you guys because I love you all and I truly do care. So anyways, send me a DM if you guys need anything. And I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And without further ado, I will see you guys next time.